You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey, welcome to Expansion, a podcast about personal and professional development at EXP Realty. I am your host, Glenn Sanford, and the founder of EXP. And each Tuesday and Thursday, I'll be talking to one of our icon agents about their careers, success, and ultimately what inspires them. Uh, Today, I'm excited to welcome Veronica Figueroa, who leads the Figueroa team and became an icon agent within three months of joining EXP. Uh, Welcome, uh, Veronica. Thank you for having me, Glenn. It's always an honor to spend time with you, whether it's virtually or in person. So uh, I'm really excited and excited to see that you're doing this podcast. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of uh, it's been fun. We uh, we've recorded uh, four episodes, so hopefully we've worked out some of the kinks for this bo- uh, this podcast. Um, and uh, but you have uh, I, I think you and I met uh, initially. I think it was at Inman. I think uh, you were still you know I think uh, had your Remax office, uh, but you were uh, you know, handing out awards on stage, if I'm not mistaken, and. Uh, Feel like it was kind of a kind of a unique year because I think Inman had um, a award which was called the Broker Owner of the Year Award or Most Innovative Broker Owner, and I think they invented that because they're like, "Go on, we need something for Glenn." Because it was, <laughs> I hadn't heard. What do that we give this guy? <laughs> yeah, but I think you gave that to, to me that day. That. I did. The year before, I had won um, the most innovative team of the year, um, and it was a really cool thing. And then the next year, Brad called me and he says, hey, we have this idea that since you won the most innovative team of the year last year, we thought it would be really cool for you to present with me the awards for this year's in 2018's recipients. And I was like, absolutely, that's cool. So I found out. Uh, who the the winners were the night before, which was pretty cool. And uh, real estate was in an interesting space back then, right? It was really interesting. Real estate kind of like wars, brokers, saga. And uh, when I saw your name, I thought that was pretty interesting. And the year before, I felt pretty cool. I I had beat um, and and this is my friend now, Ben Kinney and Seth Campbell. We were all in the same category. And, uh, you know, I, I think when I had received my award, I was like, oh my gosh, what? And then the next year I had the opportunity to present other awards to amazing industry leaders. And that's when I really got to know you or really hear who you were. And I got to observe you. And I think I had been at a round table with you as well. And I was like, this guy's pretty cool. He's chill, smart, changing the game. And why is everyone talking about EXP? What is this EXP thing? And um, it really did spark my curiosity in a lot of ways. Now, now you've been, you've really actually been, a, haven't been in the business that long. If I, if I, I mean, I, I've been in this actually today is when we're recording this today, we, we're recording it on the April uh, 28th, but um, tomorrow would actually mark 20 years that I've been in the, in the business. So, so t- tomorrow will be my 20 year anniversary uh, in residential real estate, uh, starting obviously as an agent and all that stuff. But how long, how long you've been in the business? What, how'd you get started? Well, I've been in the business a little longer. Um, I've been in the business, well, I've got licensed in 2001, the day after 9-11. And you can only imagine how that felt. There was a lot of uncertainty, wasn't sure what I was going to do, and I fell back on my career in human resources. Um, So I really didn't do anything with my real estate license for a while. 
for a few years after that. I'm kind of like from timeshare capital of America, right? Uh, Orlando, Florida. That's really what a lot of people say. Get your real estate license. You'll get rich in timeshare. Well, timeshare wasn't for me. I didn't like it. But I actually did work in hospitality industry in human resources. And I would actually recruit and, and, and onboard all the timeshare talent. Um, and I got to get a sneak peek and I worked with the marketing team and the HR team and sales team as a liaison. But in 2004, Glenn, I decided to dust off my license and um, start use, using it part time because I was going through a life changing you know, chapter of my life. I was going through a divorce and I said, well, I'll just supplement my income with real estate, You know, do it part time. And within three months, I was hooked with residential real estate. I quit my full time job and I just said, I'm going to give it all. I'm, I'm going to go all in with this. So it's, it's uh, 2004 was when I decided 2005 was when I went all in full time. So it's been a little under 17 years. Okay. Awesome. Well, the, and 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 I would uh, looks like an overnight success, but I promise you, it wasn't. It wasn't an overnight. It, 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 but you are like probably in the industry. I I don't know what the number is, but I I got to think you're at the top five real estate teams in the entire country. I I suspect with the number of transactions that you're doing, not you know, in EXP, you're number one. Um, you know by I think a pretty good margin in terms of transaction count and and I'm not sure volume probably probably right there as well uh but industry wise where 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 do you stand have you have you looked at your standings um I'm hoping real trends or 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 those those will come out soon and maybe we're ranking in the top 10 I'm hoping um okay. you know but it just depends on I guess how they calculate the, the, the amount of transactions versus units. You know, I am in Orlando, Florida. Our price points aren't as aggressive as some of the other markets, but I think unit-wise, we should definitely rank, hopefully, in the top 10. Hey, top five, I'll take that as well. Um, it's something that's pretty uh, special to me to know that we've been able to accomplish it. Uh, I never imagined that we would sell 2,000-plus homes in a year. Uh, the goal, you know, we did set out for 1,000-plus last year, and when we saw it, just growing and growing and growing. And I think there was a moment when Eric and I looked at each other and you know, Eric, he's my uh, COO. Uh, He says, V, I think we're, I think we may hit 2000 homes. I said, what? I, I, I just, I couldn't process it in that moment. And that was around July of last year. Uh, We were trending upward and, you know, we were trending to hit 1800 homes when our original goal was 1,284 homes based on aging count, based on, you know, per agent productivity, based on our recruiting strategies. And this is our production team. For anyone listening, they might see, oh, but she has a big group at EXP. This is solely our home-based production team that, you know, is what built my career. I started off with a small team and from there it just, you know, started growing and growing and growing. And when I came over from Remax, I only had 17 people on my team. Today I have a team of close to about between staff and agents, we hover around 80, 75 to 80 at any given time. Um, but yeah, we did that with a roster of about 50 producing agents and the rest was staff. So let's go back maybe, let's go back 10 years. So 2012. So you've been in the business now about eight years, or well, 10, 11 years with the, you know, from when you got licensed, but eight years since you sort of made that commitment. Um, so uh, to 2012, did you even imagine you would be doing this much production ever in your career? <gasps> Never. 
ever. I was just looking to be the hometown girl, you know, farming my little 32828 zip code, you know, rubbing belly to belly with the business owners and, you know, rubbing elbows with people in the community, putting out balloons, doing pumpkin patches, 5K races, you know, shaking hands, kissing babies. We'd have a tent up at every community event. And we just became committed to being master farmers, right? Um, I had just gotten, I would say we were just clearing out our inventory from the REO market uh, because we we did figure out a way to break into REO, which is real estate owned for anyone who's um you know, listening, that's not familiar with that term. So we represented banks when they were needing to, um, you know, sell their properties. We were one of the agents that were able to earn that book of business. But I bought a Remax franchise actually December, uh, March 2012. And I said, what's next for us? And that's when I bought my franchise. And we had a little boutique uh, office. It was called Avalon Town Center Realty inside of Avalon Park, uh, which we still have an office there today. We have two offices and one of them is there. And, um, you know, it was, it was just, just trying to be a great agent in our community and looking at what some of the more comfortable agents had done and what they weren't doing. And I was just willing to outwork everyone and, you know, wave the flag really high and just service the community. And I wanted to service, probably at the time, the goal was 100 families a year, you know, and and just work with great agents that believed in our vision. And then I was going through a phase in my career that I didn't just want to be average. And we had a boutique office and getting a website was still expensive. You know, it was like $20,000 for someone to build out your website at the time. And, you know, we didn't have all the resources that we have today. And I knew technology was really important and having resources for our agents. And I had a little boutique office that was like, just 100% hang your license, whatever, do whatever you want. And, And that wasn't fulfilling for me. I wanted to be someone that brought more to the marketplace, more value. So I bought my franchise at Remax because they had resources and tools that I could leverage as a, a broker at the time. And I had this vision of just building something really, really strong in the community that people just trusted so that the business could, you know, be, uh, I would say, sustainable and, and continue for years to come. Um, so that was the vision. And, you know, that, that was it at that time. So you bring up an interesting uh, thought, at least for me. Um, which would you say you focused on more from a goal perspective? Did you focus more on the impact you were making on the community and, and figuring out what that looked like? Or did you uh, focus on number of transaction sides, buy sides, sell sides? And and, and which, one, which one do you which one do you think about more, you know, then and, and today? Is there any, any difference between how you sort of think about the business? I believe we prevail because we focused on the community, the impact we could make on the community. It was our focus. It was our it was our heartbeat. It was everything that we were focused on. What could we could be involved in, you know, making sure we were a resource to the community. And that in turn brought in the volume brought in the units and it was just the come list me's or people just trusting us and the walk-ins and the, you know, just that community feel was what truly got us to where we're at today. And today I would say it's a little different right now. I am more of, I take on more of a leadership role and I, the conversations we have is, you know, we are running a business, so we know units pay the bills, but how do we still maintain that community essence 
while um, selling a lot of homes, right? right? We're creating jobs. We're, and I'm not afraid of that anymore. Like I'm unapologetically okay with knowing that I'm running a business where before at that time I was just trying to build a business. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I had to lay that foundation of trust, of credibility in the community. And I think we did a good job. Now at the level that we're at, I'll be honest, Glenn, it's sometimes we'd seem a little, I would say, unaccessible or let's say the things that keep me up at night now are we too big do we appear too big that you know the clients wouldn't feel comfortable coming to us but we figured out a way that our agents are still entrenched in the community we're partners with the orlando city soccer which is the major league sports team you know we do video we do giveaways we're always rubbing elbows with community leaders still so i think now it's a combination of both back then it was just give back to the community and your business is going to grow. That's what I believed in my heart. Right. And, and if I go back to, to, and the reason why I was asking that is, you know, I, I think about, you know, the goal setting that I've had during the years and, and the way that I've approached it. Um, and in the early years, and I'm going to, I'm going to take a guess that in 2004, 2005, 2006, it was probably about selling a lot of homes as many homes as you possibly could because you're trying to figure out how do I put bread, you know, yeah, food on the table the and pay the bills, right? Yeah, it was just right. paying the bills at the time. So, and and then, you know, once you've paid the bills, then you actually start to think about what's the bigger purpose. And, and sometimes it's hard to figure out what that bigger purpose is because if you just chase deals, um, you know, it it's actually tough to sort of stay at that level of production. You burn out. And, and But if you figure out what your your bigger mission is and your bigger purpose is, the deals then start to just come in because it's not it's no longer about the deals. Uh, you, you took care of that in your first you know two or three or four years. Now it's about impact and community and and the and the machine that is uh, that is actually more impactful to the community than it is really maybe to you obviously to, to financially because it's already there. Yeah. My community has has changed, right? Because now my community is a community of agents and Mm -hmm. the people who say, Hey, you inspire me, or, um, I'm inspired to get into real estate because of you, or you inspired me to start a team, or I see what you guys are doing. We were able to gain inspiration from that. And now we're doing this. So I believe my community has shifted and I am way, I am very fulfilled with the community that I have now, which is uh, inspiring women, inspiring other people to build their real estate business, um, and, and go out there and build something that's duplicatable or that's similar to what we built. And that's very fulfilling. Do I miss the pumpkin patches? Do I miss those things? Of course, but now I get to build community completely different. But the truth is that I don't focus on the, you know, the units of how many, what, how many deals is that person worth? It's more like the impact, the fulfillment, the joy that it brings me that I can be a part of someone's growth. And like you said, that impact we can make based on what we've been able to build. And I think sometimes even the mistakes we've made uh, to help people avoid making some of those mistakes. Right. So how do you, how do you stay? And I think you've maybe answered a little bit, but how do you stay hungry when you no longer are hungry? I mean, I, I'm just weird. (laughs) I'm weird, Glenn. You know, my DNA, I think is not normal. I'm all gas, no brakes. If I love something, I'm all in. 
you know, and if I don't, then it just, there's no, there's no in between. I wake up every single day wanting to make an impact on people's lives. I wake up every single day wanting to just, you know, uh, dissect and, and stay curious and, and, and a student to the industry. I, I, this is the one industry that I feel is always changing. So there's no mm -hmm. way that I can feel comfortable. There's no way that I could just say, oh, I've made it. I don't think you even feel that way. I mean, and look at you, you've built something so remarkable. I mean, you still show up and you're inspiring me. It's, I have leaders that are showing the way and that are inspiring me by staying curious and excited and hungry. Um, I just wake up every day excited. Uh, um, I think it's just part of my DNA. And then I think about the people who look up to me. I think about the people who trust me. And I think it's irresponsible of me to get to a point where I'm just like, I don't care anymore. I care every single day about them and wanting to make, inspire them to go out there and just build something pretty special. So I think right. it's a combination of my weird DNA and you guys leading me, by, leading by example, and then the people that are watching me. And the people that, um, ex you know, show up because I'm someone who they, they, they believe and they trust in. Right. So so I think we covered like a little like um, some some mindset stuff there. Uh, you know how you know you you're all in. Um, uh, let's maybe on more tactical. Are there do you have some favorite technologies or processes or approaches that keep your team sort of focused and engaged on the stuff that they're working on? Um, yeah, I mean, I want to say that I'm some techie person, but I'm really not. I don't even know how I won that most innovative team of the year award. You know, I, I love the innovation that you guys create and I just implement. Right. But we, you know, we, we speak a lot. We, you know, uh, I speak to Eric every single day. Um, my marketing team, you know, we're very task oriented. Uh, we live on Trello. I wish I had something fancier. Um, but you know, they make it pretty, but they keep me organized there. Um, all the projects flow based on who are the parties involved in it. So this way we could be super clear. We, we cast the vision. We do a vision casting every quarter with our leadership team. Um, and I, I definitely bring my leadership team into high level meetings that I feel are important, uh, are important because they are, um, one of the mistakes I've seen that leaders do is that they'll go to these meetings or conferences or, you know, uh, uh, whatever it is that they're going to workshops and they'll go by themselves. They don't bring their integrators with them. I am a really great dreamer and a visionary, but I need my integrations team, my integrators with me. So that's a practice that I do, uh, but I live by my calendar. Uh, my team has access to my calendar. They're the ones who tell me what I'm supposed to do, where I'm going. And um, Eric challenges me that if it's not moving the business forward, why am I, you know, like, or the purpose or the mission, am I, you know, is that the highest and best use of my time? So uh, they do kind of do checks and balances for me. Um, and then sometimes I have to tell them, but wait, there's a reason why I feel it's important we do this. And, um, you know, we just spend a lot of time together. Um, and that's me now at the level that I have my team. But for anyone listening that maybe is just growing their real estate business and their real estate team, like I, if it's not on the calendar, it didn't happen. I still have my prospecting time. My prospecting time is recruiting. Obviously, I'm always recruiting to the team, to our real estate team, putting out content uh, that is uh, hits four, four points in my business which I call rare. It's a dare to be rare. It's really corny. Um, Rick, uh, reputation is our reputation on point is, are the things that I'm doing, uh, building our reputation to have credibility, to have, you know, uh, aligned with our vision. Um, that's our brand. It brand has to be on point. 
attraction. Are we attracting buyers, sellers, leaders, relationships, you know, the people who we can, can create more opportunities for um, and that are creating, op- giving us opportunities? Um, that's the attraction mode, right? Uh, that I'm always in. Um, retention. We got them. How do we keep them? You know, what are the things that we're doing to keep the people that already know, love and trust us? Um, and, and that's really important. So every single person on my leadership team plays a role in that. And then most importantly, are we creating a, a wonderful experience, a remarkable experience when people are in proximity with us? Um, and how can we elevate the experience in our world and their world so that they feel like they're important and that they love being in proximity with us or that we treated them well, that they remember that experience with us. So that's how I lead my team. Um, that's kind of like what I go by. Um, and then, you know, just task based. you know, my listing team works off of monday.com because, uh, we were able to build out a lot of robust task management systems. Um, but yeah, and we live in our database. Like we live in our database. I have two databases that run follow up boss is what I use, um, for our day to day team transactions and, and, and just the integrations that we need for our operations, for our real estate team. And then for our, um, for our other team, our community that you have given us a platform to build, which is now turned into 21, almost 2,200 partners across the country and now the globe, we, uh, we have CRM grow. That's what we use. I'm waiting for you, you know, like when you build one, I'm going to use what you build. Oh, it's, well, it's, you know, there's uh we've actually sort of hesitated doing that on the attraction side because uh, we want, or, you know, we really want it to be sort of organic and, and not be so, so I love the fact that everybody's using a different. Yeah. And I think the organic side there is, I think the part there is just like keeping up with the notes, right? Because so many people are excited and so many people trust us and they'll call them like, you don't want to forget that you talk to someone, right? <laughs> you want to remember. So that's more of like, what's, what's important to them? What do they like? And it's just, you know, again, it starts turning into something important and you want to run it like a business. And it's, it's nice to not forget those notes. And I try to take notes on every conversation that I have and remember the things that are important to them. They talked about their dog. What's their dog's name? I want to check in on their dog and just, you know, little things like that. Speaking of, uh, of tech, have you ever, have you ever seen a platform? I'm just playing with it now. So I'm just going to ask, uh, and I'll probably ask some other people too, but have you ever played with sorted S T O or S O T S O R T D.com and integrate. I'm, I'm a big G suite user. So I don't know if you use guys use G suite, but it integrates and basically takes your emails and turns it into a Trello board. And so you can really? literally move an email right into a column and then process it with your team and assign tasks right there from, from, from email. So it's a, it's an interesting tool that you know, I'm, I'm actually looking at as a maybe replacement for some of the Trello stuff I do. So, well, I'd love to learn more about it. We are wanting to become heavier G suite users. Um, I was talking to Levi, one of our amazing uh, partners out in EXP, um, and he is a massive G Suite user. And I'm like, I need to pick your brain. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. Maybe we can learn well, from him. Well, you know, it's been uh, it's been a great um, you know, 20 minutes or so, 25 minutes. We've got a chance to kind of sit down, um, and uh, you know, I want to thank you for for being part of this podcast series. Obviously, you and I got to see each other. Uh, last week at Inman, you were um, you were on on uh, CEO Connect with Jason on stage. I think you were probably doing some other things on on various stages at Inman, as you always are, and such a great ambassador for 
for EXP, Inman, NARREP, just all, all, all kinds of organizations that you're you're involved with. Um, and uh, so it's just it's great to get to know you over the last what's it been? Has it been three years yet? It'll be three years in June, and I actually announced at shareholders um, on stage in June of 2019, and it has forever changed my life. So thank you for that opportunity, and I'm excited to see everyone at shareholders uh, just, um, you know, over the next few, what, in the next 50-something days, we'll be at shareholders. So, yeah, it'll be three years. It will be in 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 your town. In your town, so um, excited for that. So anyway, uh, everyone, thanks for thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to uh, check out Veronica and her team at uh, FigueroaTeam.com uh, for more. And uh, join us um, next time. And until then, take care. So thanks, thanks again, everyone, and uh, thanks again, Veronica. Thanks for having talk us. Soon. All right, we'll talk soon. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.